Hi, happy Tuesday. Welcome to my first podcast ever. Um, I, today my guest is my daughter Imani, my Luther Reedy. And uh, today we're going to cover the subject of Thoughtful Tuesdays. And today we'll talk about what um, things she's done today, what things I've done today to be thoughtful, and what we could have done to be thoughtful, and just basically some advice from children on how to be more thoughtful. Welcome, Imani. Hi. How are you today? I'm good. So, let's talk about thought, Thoughtful Tuesdays. Um, so, Thoughtful Tuesdays are amazing. I love them. Even my teacher does them in class. Um, and I think it's really important to do something like that to remember um what you're grateful for, what you're thoughtful for, how you're being thoughtful, what actions are you taking, um, and maybe just write it down as a journal entry, but it's really good to do something like that. Well, that sounds really great. I'm glad your teachers are doing that. So what is it that you can tell us today about what you've done or somebody's done for you today that's been thoughtful? Well, my friends have been really thoughtful recently. They've been coming onto Zoom and doing more Zooms because even though we don't like Zoom, we decide to do that and to be more, um, to socialize more. And I feel that my mom, you, have been really thoughtful um, letting me play piano even though sometimes um, some of the songs you don't love. Oh, that's a very nice of you to say <laughs> and acknowledge. Um, and I'm grateful to my neighbors that they um, are ha- uh, don't complain or don't get upset when I am jumping on my trampoline. <laughs> Excellent. And how have how can you say you've been thoughtful today? Um, I feel I've been thoughtful because when we were eating dinner, I put on your favorite kind of music. You sure did. That was really sweet. And I feel I've been thoughtful by um, doing things that my friends love because it's not, I usually, usually we do like cahoots or something that I love, but um, they've come to love it and they're like, oh, can we do this? Oh, can we do that? And I really like, I really like doing that. Oh, great. So uh, as a kid, how would you, I mean, you're 10 years old, how would you advise your parents to be more thoughtful with children and, for example, for you, like, what is it that your parents can do to be more thoughtful? I mean, so, when it comes to children and being, it's being heard, really. It's being, like, having parents remember when they were a kid and how it felt to have their parents control everything that they did. Kids love to have freedom and love to be able to do things whenever they want. Of course, that's not that's not life, and you're not able to do that. But give them a little bit more leeway. Like with dogs, you give them a little bit more leash. So you might want to do that with your kids, or uh, even with your dog. Give your dog some more freedom. Well, you do understand where uh, parents can't just allow kids to just do whatever they want. Yeah, it has to be more freedom, not uh, complete freedom. Do you feel like your parents don't give you enough freedom? Um, occasionally I do, but most of the time I feel that I love my parents so much because I get all these opportunities to get to do all these things and I have a lot of freedom. So what what, what areas can your parents work on to make you um, feel like you have the freedom that you'd like to have? I mean, I just think it's being, letting, like trusting me to do things and not micromanaging uh, because that's the sign of trust and that's for a parent able to uh, 
let go and like trust their kids that they're doing something productive or and not to be suspicious of your kid or like oh are you doing that are you doing that um because it feels embarrassing to them or like you don't trust them which may be the case but you also want you just want to be cautious and aware of what they're doing but you don't want to make them feel like they're doing something wrong just maybe ask them once or twice don't like push on it well i can i can totally and absolutely hear you on the trust thing and when i was young i wish my parents trusted me more but here's the thing about children children move from from hearing what their parents said to doing what they want to do even though they've been asked like say for example go take a bath and instead of going to take a bath they end up going to text their friends i'm not saying that's what you do but a lot of the times that's what happens or in cases where you spend the whole morning and you even brush your teeth um i want to trust you to do that because you're old enough to know that but if i don't ask we might find ourselves at dinner time you haven't brushed your teeth so no, i don't think I, it's even a matter of trust i don't think it's wrong and there's nothing wrong with asking someone to brush their teeth or make their bed or anything like that asking your kid to do that that has nothing to do with just that of responsibilities and just a reminder um but i think it's when you've had experiences with your kids and you're really just poking at them like they're telling you they're not doing something you keep com- making sure that they're not doing it and keep pushing you have to trust them and let them uh tell you so i i again i hear you and i'm really listening carefully because i am your mom and i want to know more but i feel like i really give my trust to you and the reasons that i might question your trust is because you've broken that trust so it's not even poking at you it's more like okay let's remember that we were given this we usually we say you've been given this much room and then you took it's there's a saying you i gave you a hand a, a hand and you took the the whole arm you know i mean yeah i totally get that and but i think is most of the time kids don't lie because it like fills them out of the pit of their stomach and makes them feel awful some kids do um but i think in the end it's just i feel that you are very trustworthy with me even if we've had something where you don't feel i was um and i just think um i've seen parents and occasionally i my parents do do that um because of what's happened before and like even several years ago they'll still hold on to that i think it something that you have to learn with kids is they when they say they're sorry they mean it at least most of the time um and you have to just trust them to change it and maybe give some reminders or um rewards instead of consequences because really kids do not love when you're coming in and you're poking in their business even when they've told you things and you've had you haven't had problem with trust um and so let's be clear she's not talking about me here no i'm not talking about you. you um imani and i have a very open open relationship and even as she's talking it's not because this is her moment to be honest about anything we talk deeply about many things no yeah i'm just talking about what i've seen and um i feel that um you just have to be lenient you have to understand 
when to push and when to just leave it. You have to understand that kids have need some kids need a little more a tighter leash and some kids need a longer one. You just have to feel it out and trust your instincts and listen to them. Well, I definitely agree with you on that because I have always believed that you des- anybody and everybody deserves a second chance, a third chance, a fourth chance, and even a fifth chance because nobody's perfect. No. And just because you made a mistake does not mean you're going to make it again. And maybe you will, but you always need a little more time to kind of uh, rewire your brain yeah. on, you know, we've been talking about neuroplasticity. <laughs> and rewiring your brain to make new um, decisions and and do things differently. So I very much do believe in in chances. Um, And I think the thing with parents is that, um, and a lot of parents have no patience. Yeah. Um, But you and I have a different relationship than many parents do. I um, give you many, many chances until I feel that it's time to actually sit down with you and draw the line. Yeah. And um, sometimes that doesn't make you feel good, right? No. You just, the way you do it is very important because if you're raising your voice or if you're telling them what they're doing wrong in a harsh tone, they can, it can hurt them. If you calmly explain to them what they're doing and why it's wrong and then you put a consequence and a reward then it's more effective because when there's just a consequence it's like oh i'm doing something wrong oh it's only i'm doing something wrong but you should be rewarded when you're doing something right because that encourages you to do something better do you feel rewarded in your family dynamic um in some cases yes only in some cases you don't in some cases but most of the time i get a lot of rewards just because I guess that... Uh, but I think you and I have... Uh, I'm only going to talk about you and I. We, yeah. Our relationship, we always discuss how growing up isn't part of being rewarded. We have, yeah. That's a natural phase of, of, a, of a human being I'm is not, to I'm evolve I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about younger kids yeah. and kids who need a little more um, convincing to, um, to just get there. Because once you're there, you're all good. So you feel that you should be given a, a reward for making your bed? No, I don't. You should be given a reward for having a bath? No. You should I be given a reward for doing homework? I mean, if those things were a struggle, I don't think making your bed, but if you people weren't taking a bath and stuff, and if people were not doing their homework or kids, I think, yes, it should be a reward. How about words of affirmation? I think that is a reward in its own. And do you know what words of affirmation are? Words of love? You Exactly. Great job, Imani. You did a really great job. I'm so proud of you. Because it, it being, you know, when, when someone hears reward, they're thinking a present, right? No. And maybe, words of aff- affirmation can be very empowering. Maybe it's just some loving, kind words. Maybe it's just um, some, like, a small chocolate. Like... <laughs> I have I like that's like some some dessert like I know some in movies and stuff and some parents do like extra dessert or another 15 minutes of screen time do you feel extra dessert really serves you in the higher being of yourself <laughs> I don't but sometimes it's effective on <laughs> behavior 
<laughs> because scientists have found that using a reward instead of a consequence has that 30 times I'm more effective. absolutely in agreement because even I need um, a reward and, and my reward is not actually getting something. It's actually saying, hey, Rose, good job. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm saying words of affirmation should really, because if you continue to give you, let's say your kid is doing really well and you're just giving them chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. What, think of all the cavities that happen there <laughs> with all that chocolate. Well, no, you don't give them everything single time it's when it's a struggle once they've got it down you start decreasing the reward slowly and then it's just loving words and kind but words. then sometimes that's called uh, you know diminishing rewards right so if you stop increasing it the person might the child might decide oh i'm not getting my rewards so i'm not going to keep doing it well the thing Which that would the happen problem, is there's a consequence but that, that's that's always been my situation. Even when you were born, I was heard people rewarding their kids for doing things, and I always thought that was so wrong because you set this precedent of like, when you do this, I'm going to give you this, and so the kid is always expecting something, and then the one time that you don't give something, the child doesn't do that. Rather than words of affirmation, which is actually also helps build yeah. the, the the confidence of somebody, right? I think it should be more like something like a. Uh... Like a language app subscription, or like maybe it's extra TV time. Like it's nothing like. I hear a lot of extra TV time <laughs> happening around here. Well, that's because I want extra TV time. <laughs> you get plenty of TV time. I'm talking during the week. During the week? No, we don't do TV time during the week because no. you have school, and Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays you get plenty of TV <laughs> to make up for the week. So we want to thank our guest Imani for her very candid um, thoughts and conversation. And we will take all this into consideration. Subscribe to my mom's podcast. And I have one too. (laughs) And so we were very thankful. We will have Imani again for a follow-up conversation because she's got a lot of wisdom that she could give to a lot of kids and a lot of parents. I know I'm learning a lot um, in sitting down and talking to her. Um, and she's got a lot of knowledge and it's good to really sit and look at the perspective of a child rather than always being the adult you know there's a saying in the little princess says the worst thing that ever happened to grown-ups is to kids is to become adults so if we always remain children and not in a childish way but more in that um, sense of play and that sense of wonder and that sense of innocence and also learning from children. I think it's so important to learn from children and we should all pause and and do the best we can to learn from children. Well, I will see you for the next episode. Thank you, Imani. Thank you so much. Um, and um, I was so happy to be on here. Um, go subscribe to this podcast. and.